This is the Truth Network. Hidden treasures of the Song of Songs, which is Solomon's. Well, you may be shocked that I now have a new favorite verse. <laughs> I don't know this one. This could even, this could be it. I don't know. But anyway, I definitely, my mind is blown by this verse. We are in the second verse of the seventh chapter of the Song of Solomon. And here we're seeing, from what I believe, is Christ's description, 10 descriptions of the bride, coming back from the 10 descriptions of him that she gave in the fifth chapter. And, you know, just this amazing description. We'll get right into it. And I'll read it in English, which is spectacular itself. So it says, Thy navel is a round goblet, which wanteth not liquor. And we're just going to stop there. We'll get to the second part of the verse, because <laughs> it too is part of my favorite verse, but we'll just start with the first one, because it's a mouthful, believe me. Thy navel is like a round goblet, which wanteth not liquor. So I don't know if you've considered the importance of your navel or you know what's about it, but it, you know this verse made me begin to just ponder this a great deal because of what... Uh, the great Jewish commentator wrote back, which uh, Rashi, you know, wrote these things, you know, right around the year one, uh, t- you know, 1000. So he was born like in 1020 uh, in Spain. And what an amazing view of the scripture that he had. And, and what he talked about here is that the Jews have taught for years and years that the Sanhedrin met in a place in the temple that was a cave of hewn out stone. And so they believed that the navel of the world, or in other words, the navel of the universe, the place where, you know, the earth, the, the, the whole earth universe was separated at birth from um, God is this hewn out cave where, the, you know, the Sanhedrin would meet um, to provide, you know, Torah knowledge, uh, which is kind of like, if you think about it, a belly button, you know, is going to receive stuff from the father or the mother, you know, that uh, specifically m- more the mother, you know, while the child is being grown. A- and so they believe that this was uh, this particular chamber, however that looked, but you can't help but think of the actual place of your spiritual birth, because Jesus said, you must be born again, Right. And so in order to be born, you, you get a navel. <laughs> and this place where you were uh, receiving all the nourishment from, you know, your mother. And so if you think about it, we were born again it, as Jesus rose out of that cave, right? Out of that hewn out stone, and, you know, that was what made our freedom possible. And we're now free to move about the country. Just like when you were born physically, you know, you were no longer connected to your mother. And, and so we get born uh, supernaturally here with this spiritual navel that just, again, speaks back to this idea of being centered, right? And, and here was the center of all your nourishment and all this stuff came in from a specific place in your body, your, your navel. And, and so it's, it's fascinating, beyond fascinating to me, that that word navel in Hebrew is apparently a very spectacular root. That's in some very beautiful words. One of the words is Sarah, right? When you look at the name Sarah, the first two letters of Sarah are that of a belly button. <laughs> With the third letter being uh, hey, which means here's a belly button expressed, which is Sarah. In other words, you know, here's this ultimate mother that would be Isaac's mother, which is a picture of Christ, right? In so many different ways. You have Sarah. And so there's that belly button. 
But, you know, something I came across this weekend that just really lit up my life. I actually felt like it was my birthday present yesterday from God. It's the word blessed that begins the 119th Psalm. It also begins the first Psalm. And I believe it's the same word that Jesus was using when he gave us the beatitude. So that word blessed has the root of it of a belly button (laughs) or a navel. And actually, blessed is an aleph, which you may know usually represents the father like Abraham. And so here's this aleph and then a belly button. So to be centered in the father, like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> or, you know, that, that undoubtedly God, through his word, through his son, gives us everything that we possibly could need. And that being our center is absolutely spectacular. And then the fact that it wanteth not liquor, okay? <laughs> well, that word... It's, it's want is not is not unlike you know the cup that never never runs dry and you may have heard in the 23rd psalm that in the middle eastern culture you know if they overfill your cup it's saying we have all that we need to give you more and more and more and so here we have a navel that is overflowing in this mixed wine now this is not in fact a lot of rashi translated this word water, not wine. And the reason he did was this is purified drinking water that in those days, you know, they mixed wine with water, not because they were watering down their wine, but because they were purifying the water that they were drinking. (laughs) Well, and you can't help but know that Jesus's first miracle, right, was that of making wine out of water. And so the idea of water wine is very much connected to the whole messianic idea of the Messiah, because as you know, that name Messiah begins with a mem, which has to do with water. And Jesus clearly said he was the living water and springs of living water. And and so here's this purified, memified water, because if you look at the way that this word mixed wine is spelled, it starts again with that letter mem. And, And then it has a Zion which is this reflection or, you know, how the female reflection of their bridegroom, which is just beautiful when you think about it, that, that, that this water is making us, it's cleansing us so that we can be a reflection of him. And this mixed wine is, is a beautiful thing that really is we are a reflection of him in the wine that we will provide for others. And so when you put this all together, here you have this unbelievable idea of where are you centered, Right. And, and I, like I said, my birthday present from, my, from God, from my point of view yesterday, was this idea that the root word of the word blessed is belly button because it has to do with being centered in the Father. And, you know, one of the neatest things I learned from boot camp um, and doing boot camp's talks that, that has always just blessed my life in so many different ways, and that word blessing has everything to do with what we're talking about here, is that you know, God was not the backup plan as a father for people that, like my wife, who lost her father when she was eight. You know, God has always been the great orchestrator, orchestrator of all the fathers in your life. And if you're like me, and we have an exercise where we write down all the different people that have fathered us. So naturally, I had my earthly father, you know, Bob Delmore, wonderful, wonderful man. But then there were so many other men that came in, Royce Reynolds, and man after man after man that has shown me more of what a father is and and respect and honor and things that only a father from my perspective can really help you out (laughs) right and so just begin to see how father how how god is fathering us and to be able to walk with the father right jesus came 
to show us the way to the Father. Now, he's a picture of the Father. There's no doubt he said he was. He told Philip, you know, if you've seen me, you've seen my Father. And there's no doubt about that. But what Jesus is longing for is for us to be in that same union with him where we can say in the Lord's Prayer, our Father, right? And so yesterday, as I was experiencing my birthday, um, you know, there was one sort of sad note to a very sweet, you know, most of my family, we just had the best time and we spent a lot of time together and, and just had joy. But there was one family member who was very close to me, unfortunately, I did not hear from. And I know that it's, it's my faith stretcher. <laughs> but I, you know, it was my chance to trust the Father. Like, I ask him, what should I do? What should I reach out? You know, and again, I'm just trusting him um, and, and asking actually for your prayers so I can be needy out loud that this, this, this family member of mine where God is, is testing us both here with our relationship right now, that lo- the Lord would find a way to give that back to us in the way that he wants it to be. And, and again, you know, it's kind of cool that I, I can really just sit there in this and realize that if I'm centered in the Father, I, and I know his heart's good for me. I know he's for me. I know he is also for this loved one that I have. Then there's no doubt in my mind, it, it, it's going to all come together. And, and so what a beautiful thing. And, and, and this version of blessed, because there's a different one, a blessed like a Barak blessing, but this is a blessed that, again, is an aleph and then a shin and a raish, which is that idea of the father belly button of <laughs> being centered in the father. This particular word also means happy, right? And true happiness comes to my extent when you really understand that God is for you. And if God's for you, who can it be against you? Thanks for listening.